what? I will have some meatloaf. Let's have some meatloaf. You want some? Yes. I knew you'd go. The meatloaf! We want it now! The meatloaf! What is she doing? I never know what she's doing back there. Hello? You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. Watson takes a snap, rolls right, looks to the end zone. Hunter up the cut it! Touchdown! 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 With a second left, Watson hits Renfro, and Clemson grabs a 34-31 lead and is one second away from the second national championship in school history. It's my pleasure to present the national championship trophy to Coach Davo Sweeney and the Clemson Tigers. The sea was angry that day, my friends. Like an old man trying to send back soup in a deli. Stands head and shoulders over everybody else. He is a world champion on his own. Like he is actually 6'5 with the Afro 6'9. Pretty good dribbler. All you do is dribble. I have to dribble. If I give it to you, you just shoot. You're a chucker. Chuck. That's right. Every time you get the ball, you shoot. I can't believe you called me a chucker. No way I'm a chucker. I do not chuck. Never chuck. Never have chuck. Never will chuck. No chuck. You chuck. Barry takes a shotgun snap, back to pass. Here comes pressure, and he's down. Farrell gets him, sacks him all the way back at the eight-yard line. Booyah! That's what we call a sack lunch. Nom, 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 nom. There was a time in this country when sports were revered. But people today, their values are all out of whack. All around the clock, sports all the time. That's the concept of the news. Oh, that's never going to work. Roy Philpott on WCCP 105.5, The Roar. Hey, good afternoon on this Thursday, 15th day of June. It is 2017. Safe and sound once again here inside the Blue Ridge Security Solutions Studios at 105.5, The Roar. Ben Milstead, Roy Philpott. It is great to have you with us as always on another summer-like sunsplash Thursday afternoon. And a lot to talk about today. Some college football on the agenda. The big story so far this morning, the NCAA attempting to try to bring down the hammer on Louisville, but really not doing so whatsoever. The NCAA announced uh, basically its updated sanctions against the Cardinals for the sex parties and strippers that were put into play by former director of basketball ops Andre McGee, who has received a 10-year show cause penalty. And basically, the rest of the program receives a very light slap on the wrist. More on that coming up here in our first segment. Uh, U.S. Open underway and scoring at Aaron Hills up in Wisconsin. Really, really low. Really low. A little bit surprising. Ricky Fowler right now coming in at 500 par. Uh, just having made the turn, he is tied for first with Tommy Fleetwood. Also 500 par. Round one of the U.S. Open for the first time up in Wisconsin. Uh, we'll keep you up to date on what's going on there. We're about 79 days out from Clemson, Kent State. Going to talk about that today. College World Series coming up on Saturday. And the LeBron rumors. I repeat, the LeBron rumors are out in full force. I must address those this afternoon as well. As uh, a lot of signs, a lot of key indicators pointing to his second departure from Believe Land as soon as after next season. So I want to talk about that today, too, because it's always fun to talk some LeBron, especially after he loses another NBA Finals. If you want to talk with us, 654-7627-654-ROAR. If all of that wasn't enough, if that wasn't enough, the icing on the cake today, we reunite, and it feels so good, with our very good friend and trusted colleague, Dean Leggy, dogpost.com, coming up in our second hour at around 125 Eastern today. Nothing makes me happier on the planet than talking with Dean about who knows what. I don't even know. I don't even have an agenda. And it may not even be Georgia-related today. That's where we're going with this. Dean Leggy coming up at 125. Always a good time. How are you? Doing well? I am just fantastic today. Of course you are. How are you? I'm doing okay. Doing well. I think we got a good show today. I'm looking forward to it. Okay. You sure you're okay? I am. I'm very good. Yeah, I, I'm anxious to talk about LeBron James. I'm sure you are. I'm very anxious. I, I'm kind of ready. I don't know what I'm ready to do with him, honestly. I don't know if I want to rip or if I want to applaud or if I want to empathize or just offer my condolences for the fact that, you know, they lost 
in the NBA Finals this year after winning it the previous season. And the weird part about it today is it feels like he now gets a free pass. And, and I almost believe rightfully so because he delivered the title back to the town that needed the title, that didn't have the title for some 60 years. He made good on his promise. And so even if he loses next year in the NBA Finals and after losing this year in the NBA Finals, I don't think there's going to be the same kind of backlash when he ends up with the Lakers in 2019. Because I think that's where this is going. I think all signs point to LeBron playing for L.A., not the Clippers. Don't come in here with the Clippers today because that ain't happening. If LeBron's going out west, he's going to Titletown, which is not the Clippers, even though it is in L.A. He's going to the Los Angeles Lakers. I think that's what's happening here on this June 15th, forecasting 18 months in the future. Spoiler alert. Yeah. He's not going anywhere. I think he definitely this is. is a non-story. He's not going to finish his career in Cleveland. He delivered the championship. There are mo- no more titles to be won there, I don't think. And I think he's going to try. This is what's happening. He's 32. By that point, he's going to be almost 34. He's got media interests. He's got connections out in Hollywood. He's going to pursue those interests at that point in his career. You can't do that in Ohio. You can do it. In Hollywood. And I think that's where this is going. He's got a few connections in Ohio, a few connections in Cleveland since he grew up there. And, uh, folks, this is what media geeks like Roy Philpott do. Right. They they create LeBron Correct. James stories just to get everybody riled up, and it becomes a bunch uh, much to do about nothing. Well, let me read you from this, uh, a little bit from this aggregated article on CBSSports.com, which originated actually from Adrian Wojnarowski uh, with The Vertical. And I think he's actually getting ready to sign a deal with ESPN like within the next week. But this is what he said. This guy, by the way, Wojo, is the most connected NBA dude. He's like the Adam Schefter of the NBA, if that makes sense. Okay. We, we don't talk a ton about him because we don't talk a lot about NBA free agency or trades unless it involves LeBron or Golden State or something like that in the last couple of years. But this is what he said about LeBron and maybe what could be happening here in the next two years, or after next season, really. Quote, Cleveland's unique in that they're almost again on a one-year plan because LeBron's free agency comes up again next year. Not only is there no guarantee he's coming back, I'm not sure there's an expectation he's re-signing there. I think they feel within Cleveland and around the league They feel that he's very much in play to leave again and likely head out west to one of the two L.A. teams. The Lakers could very well be a target. The possibility of Miami again based on what the team looks like, that's also out there. Would Dwayne Wade go back there? I think to focus a lot of LeBron's business interests, his Hollywood aspirations, his media ventures are based out there. And that's just kind of the tip of the iceberg with this whole deal. So Wojo... Again, the most connected NBA reporter that's covered the NBA and the association for the last decade is basically already putting it out there that there are a lot of signs that LeBron could be going to the Lakers. Now, from my perspective, that'd be great because instantaneously that makes Los Angeles interesting again, and they haven't been interesting in about five and a half years. True. So I kind of like that, and I think the NBA is better when that happens. LeBron at that point in time, you got to think, is no longer in his prime. Let me get your assessment there. Because he's in his prime right now. But there were a lot of people, including you, Ben Mm -hmm. Milstead, a.k.a. upper management, that thought that he fatigued in the back end of the playoffs despite having the rest that the Cavs had, you know, sweeping all those teams and just running roughshod at the NBA Finals. But he appeared to be fatigued. Do you think, in your heart of hearts, after next season, LeBron continues to play in his prime. At that point, about 34 years of age. I mean, doesn't he start to trend downward at some juncture? Yeah, I do. I, he does start to trend downward slightly, uh, although I don't think that fatigue in, uh, in in these most current finals had was part of that. I think that was more to do with how much he was asked to do offensively and defensively. I, I mean, I really – I think if he's 25, he's fatigued. Okay. Um. But to your point, two years from now, yeah, you start. You're you're probably not quite the same player a good that you had that, right? that you are this year, right? There's a good chance. So, but still, I, I think he makes LA at least a playoff team at that point in time. And, and then there's also this. 
the rumors have been out there for basically the last four to five years that CP3, LeBron himself, the chosen one, a.k.a. the king, we're all witness, uh, your boy Carmelo, and maybe Dwayne Wade at some point all want to play together on the same team. I don't know if that could happen in Los Angeles. It probably could happen uh, in Miami. I don't know, again, if they want to do that to go back to sunny South Beach. But there's also that possibility out there. And this is something, by the way, that all four superstars have basically talked about underneath their breath in, in just random interviews in the last couple of weeks. Oh, yeah, you know, we want to play together. We're going to close our careers together. Well, I mean, nobody's getting any younger with that foursome, right? I mean, Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, Chris Paul, and Carmelo Anthony, they got a couple of years left at their premium. And, and you could even argue that Wade maybe is already on the downward trend. No doubt about it. You, yeah, because, I mean, he's with the Bulls this past year. Yeah. And, you know, good, but not great. I think Carmelo Anthony's on his way down, too. I would agree 100% there. I don't see that cat ever winning a championship. It just it doesn't fly with him, right? No. There's some, what, what is it about Carmelo that we don't like? He's just a chucker. It, you know, well, early in his early in his career, he was extremely selfish and was hard to deal with and, all you know, all of those things was – you know the the book on him was he was a bad teammate and all that. I think he's he's matured and he's gotten past a lot of those things. But he's also seems very content just being the guy in New York and flirts with leaving and continues to stay. I don't see him. I, I don't see him ever ever going anywhere else. I really don't. I could see him going somewhere else. I could see him trying to piggyback a championship run on LeBron's shoulders. But I think two seasons from now, again, after next year, if this were to happen, I don't think that that's going to be good enough to win a title. And certainly if Golden State remains intact. And by the way, Kevin Durant was quoted yesterday saying that he believes the the, the premium four players on that team, Curry, Thompson, Durant, and uh, Draymond Green, will be willing to take pay cuts to stay together. We'll see. Now, I don't know that's the case, but that was the implication of what he said directly, verbatim. Um, but... A LeBron, Carmelo, CP3, Dwayne Wade super team isn't going to be good enough to stop Golden State then. And those aging veterans together may not be good enough to win their own conference if they're playing out east, given what Boston is trying to do and given what Milwaukee or some other organizations may be trying to come up with at that point in time as well. So I find it interesting that this circulates and surfaces after the NBA Finals loss, and I think that there is something to it. When Wojo is saying the Lakers could very well be a target, uh, my ears are opening up, and I'm listening a, a little bit more feverishly because I, I I could see that. And he delivered the championship to Cleveland. It's going to be difficult to do it again, depending on what happens with Paul George and or others this offseason. He knows that. And listening to his post-game press conference after that Game 5 setback to Golden State, and you combine it with these little snippets of information and intelligence here from Wojo, I, I think there's a very real possibility that this happens. And I, you know what? I'm okay with it. It's fine. I, he's not going to win another championship out there, but I'm okay with it. I think it makes the league more compelling. Let me just give you several, several what I consider logical reasons why it will not happen. All right, and then good. We, you can continue good. this if you want. Um, number one, just winning. Right now, it's easier it's easier to do what he wants to do to compete with Golden State Warriors, to beat the Warriors. It's easier to do with where he is right now. Next season, no doubt. And again, he's not a free agent next year. It's after next season. Yeah, there are more pieces in place where he is right now. And it's better to be in the Eastern Conference yes. too, right? Uh, no doubt about it. Number two, he is... He has more leverage, I would assume, anyway, where he is now than he's going to be with any other franchise. He is the hometown boy. He's been there. He now has some credibility in winning a championship in a godforsaken place like Cleveland. <laughs> and he has he's brought the championship home. He has more leverage there. Uh, not you know not, not to say that he wouldn't. I mean, I think LeBron James has leverage anywhere he goes, but but certainly more in Cleveland. Third, this is what he's done his entire career when it comes to contracts. 
He's typically signed, especially here in his latter years, signed short-term contracts where he has this kind of leverage in the in the franchise year in and year out. He and Dan Gilbert have never liked each other since LeBron James take one in Cleveland years ago. It's what it's part of the reason that he left there then because you know whether he was right or wrong, he wanted his way. He wanted to pick the players. Cleveland wouldn't pay at that time. Dan Gilbert wouldn't listen to him. They wouldn't let LeBron coach the team. And, you know, and that is what he wants to do. He wants to choose the guys that come play with him. And he feels like if he doesn't, and this is my take on it, if he doesn't float these kind of rumors, it's the only way he puts pressure on the on Dan Gilbert and the front office of Cleveland to get his way. Right. And I'm not saying that's necessarily right. I just think that that is... Oh, I think it's right. That is what LeBron James operates under. If he doesn't get his way, maybe he does move on. But I don't see how, if you're Cleveland, you can allow LeBron James to leave again. This next contract, I don't think is going to be about money. It's going to be about championship. He doesn't need money anymore. So interesting, all of those points. And they're all valid. Uh, Honestly, that was fantastic. LeBron is right. And LeBron, in my estimation, whether I like him or not, deserves that kind of leverage. Because wherever he goes in the next three to four seasons, that team instantly becomes a contender. There's not a lot of players in the league that command that kind of respect that where you know, beyond a shadow of a doubt, this guy comes to us, we instantly start selling out our arenas, everybody else's arena that we go visit on the road, we become a contender and at least a top two seed in our conference, and we've got a chance to win a championship. When you have a singular player like that, an individual like that, he deserves, in my estimation, that kind of leverage. Mm -hmm. He deserves to stick it to Gilbert and to the Cleveland Cavaliers. I think that's fantastic. They need to realize, they need to do whatever he asks because he has that right because he's just that freaking good. I love that. And I I think LeBron James is a thousand percent right there. Now, are his decisions and the players that he has plucked out of free agency or demanded trades for, have they been of the best caliber? No. All right. That that's his own thing he's got to worry about. That's not what we're talking about. We're just talking about he's got the leverage because he is the best. He deserves that in my estimation. And if you're Cleveland, and you do what you're implying they could do if you're Dan Gilbert, and you say, well, we're not going to be held hostage by one individual player. Well, that's fine. That's your choice. And that player will walk out the door, and then you as a franchise become irrelevant again for the next quarter of a century Mm -hmm. because that's basically what they were before LeBron got there. They had that run with Brad Darty and and with Mark Price and Craig Elo, and those were some great teams. It didn't happen. Outside of that, they, they've never done anything. And when you lose a player like that, you, you, you're not going to replace him. So LeBron, in my estimation, deserves every ounce of leverage that he has. I think Cleveland is foolish enough to try to, uh, to test those waters and to try to pull the power play. And, you know, you're just not going to win. And it becomes pride and ego at that point between Gilbert, ownership, and LeBron. And if that's the case, LeBron wins, uh, you know, every day for the next five to six years in all likelihood. I have a feeling that this that that kind of thing happens with every franchise that has a big name player. I think it happened in Oklahoma City with Westbrook Durant. They know they needed another part piece. They didn't get the other piece. Uh, Durant went to greener pastures. I just wish LeBron wasn't so obvious about it because there there's a fine line about. Okay, I mean, there's, there's no point too. There's no there's no. I mean, we're not fooling anybody by saying LeBron's not running that team. LeBron is running the Cavaliers. Right. I'm just not comfortable knowing it and it being in my face that way. I I think it happens everywhere, but there is a fine line between being a player and allowing the front office to do their job as well. And, you know, I I get that you want to win. I get that you want to bring in other pieces. I get that you need to bring in other pieces, but... At the same time, I'm just a little uncomfortable acknowledging and endorsing players bullying franchises. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I I, want to win! I think it's magnificent. (laughs) I think it's magnificent. Quick update from the U.S. Open up at Aaron Hills. Ricky Fowler, six under 
through 12, the oh, leader yeah. by a shot over Tommy Fleetwood. That's incredible, right? I, I mean, 600 through 12, some were projecting that 600 wouldn't be reached all, all tournament long. Yeah, how's that working out for you, prognosticators? Probably not too well. Ernie L's tied for third at 400 par. Uh, he's making the turn up in Wisconsin. We're going to see new tee boxes tomorrow. Those things are going to be right. so far back, yeah. you won't be able to see them from where they are today. Jordan Spieth, tied for 15th and one under par through nine. He's also now made the turn and a host of others giving chase. But uh, a, a lot of numbers uh, under par so far, and we'll keep you updated on what's going on there. A couple of texts filtering in, 986-1566. Who's the key component the Cavaliers need to sign? Give you details on that coming up. Also, what's going on up at Louisville? A mild slap on the wrist, maybe even the forearm, uh, sent down today by the NCAA as pertains to the uh, escort case that goes back uh, nearly five years now with the former director direct, uh, director of basketball operations, Andre McGee. So we'll give you details on that. Who does Cleveland need to acquire? Dean Leggy coming up in our second hour. Some college football coming up as well. First hour rolling right along after this. The next great basketball player could be in your household. The Brad Brownell Boys Basketball Camp is back with a chance for your boy to learn how to be a great player. The day camp is for rising 2nd through 4th graders. The overnight and commuting camp is for rising 4th through 12th graders. It's an experience they won't forget. The Brad Brownell Boys Basketball Camp at the beautiful Little John Coliseum is June 18th through 21st. So get registered today online at abcsportscamps.com slash ClemsonMBB. At Simmons Mattress Outlet in Seneca, we've added new models with the new year. We now carry both Serta and Beautyrest for more selection and more savings on your new mattress. We have the largest in-stock inventory around, so you can always find the mattress you need at the right price. And when you buy your new mattress, we give you the box spring free. Open seven days a week. Simmons Mattress Outlet is located in the old Walmart across from Chick-fil-A in Seneca. In life, finding quality in anything can sometimes be difficult. Custom Collision would like for you to know that there are still a few places out there where quality matters. You can rest assured that at Custom Collision, not only will you be impressed with the quality of the finished product, but you will experience the quality of service that is unmatched. From taking care of your rental to handling the insurance, Custom Collision is there for you. Custom Collision, when quality counts. 231-6900 or online at customcollisioninc.com. Have you been in search for that perfect job opportunity? Well, look no further because Carolina Heating Service is currently looking for individuals to expand their team. Locally owned and operated for over 35 years, we specialize in generators, electrical services, residential light, commercial HVAC sales, service and installation, as well as geothermal systems. Top professional opportunities available anywhere from electricians, installers, service technicians, management, and customer service reps. Worried about benefits? Carolina Heating Service has you covered. Enjoy paid holidays and vacation days, a 401k, training programs, major insurance and full-time year-round stable work, as well as overtime opportunity. Basic qualifications include a drug test, background check and physical, as well as a valid driver's license. Other qualifications are subject to position applying for. The search could be over for you soon. Make that career leap. Apply now at carolinaheating.com and join our award-winning team. It happens every time. When a hailstorm hits, there's an increase of people who want to take your money for roof repairs. Problem is, many of them are just trying to take advantage of you and don't really know what they're doing. Gillstrap Roofing has been around for decades. Trust Gillstrap Roofing to handle the repairs and deal with the insurance. Just because someone knocks on your door with a card that says they're a roofer doesn't mean they'll do quality work at a reasonable price. Call Gillstrap Roofing, 269-1232. There's never been a better time to buy from George Coleman Ford, where SUVs cost less and travelers rest. Like 2017 Explorers, starting at just $29,800 through July 5th. Imagine hitting the road to the beach or to the mountains with your family in a brand new Explorer from George Coleman Ford. And remember, there are never any dealer fees at George Coleman Ford, serving you for over 85 years and four generations. George Coleman Ford, the ride of a lifetime. Why shop Reed's Jewelers? Better yet, why not? 
Reed's Jewelers invites you to make them your jeweler. And you'll soon discover why so many like you now shop Reed's. From their award-winning staff to their impressive selection of jewelry to their customer-friendly financing, Reed's Jewelers Haywood Mall invites you to join the thousands of customers who have started a relationship with them. We'd love to see you. Reed's Jewelers Haywood Mall next to Belk. Online at reeds.com. Hello, it's Neil Monahan with Monahan Company Real Estate. Now that your spring cleaning is done inside your home, it's time to think about a clean vehicle. As we celebrate our 10th year in business, this month the Monahan Company is giving away one full month of unlimited car washes from Tiger Express Car Wash in Clemson. Tiger Express is Clemson's car wash, just like the Monahan Company is Clemson's locally owned real estate company. Call us today at 639-1188 or stop by our College Avenue office downtown and let's talk real estate. should hear the callers that don't get past the producer. Wow. We are WCCP 105.5 The Roar. I wanna rock! First hour of the show continues back at 105.5 The Roar. Ben Milstead, Roy Philpot. Give us a follow on Twitter. Also at 105.5 The Roar. Check out the website, WCCPFM.com as well. You can also give us a call. You know the number. In the text line, 986-1566, Tammy and Seneca, what about the financial impact the player has on city life? LeBron James, I believe, stated that uh, he cost the downtown businesses nearly $60 million when he left for Miami. Does that play a role in his decision? I do think that he is socially very conscious about his economic impact. I, I definitely believe that, and I think that number is accurate. When LeBron left for Miami, they ripped down the huge Steve Spurrier-like poster over there at the queue, mm -hmm. and all the developments, the restaurants, the nightlife around Quicken Loans Arena apparently suffered tremendously, and a lot of them during those three to four years, however long it was, simply closed because LeBron was no longer there. I do think that plays a role in his decision. I think that's an outstanding text, but I don't think that that's the straw that breaks the camel's back that makes him stay there. I, I think he's in tune with what Cleveland Akron is about, but I don't think that that's going to be something that keeps him there if the West Coast, where he does have a home, by the way, in Los Angeles, if the West Coast comes calling. Who do you think has more of an impact? Who has more popularity, et cetera, in Cleveland, Dan Gilbert or LeBron James? LeBron James. The way that I think, at least the way that city has been described to me, it's a big city that's still kind of tight. Um, I I think both of those are big figures in in the city. And I think popular opinion does matter there. And I, I, that plays – I mean, to me, that really plays right into LeBron's hands in all this. I just – you know, I could be wrong. I just don't – I really don't think he wants to leave. You leave, you go to Miami, you do your thing, you win a couple of championships. Now you've come back home. You faced all that backlash from leaving the first time. You've seen the way what people have, have said and written about Kevin Durant. You, you would be right back in the middle of all that garbage if you do it. Other guys can do it and get away with it. You're LeBron James. You're held to a different standard, right or wrong. You are. You can't leave your city again. You just can't. I think he can, and I think he <laughs> well, will. Yeah, I mean, yet he might, but uh, I, I just don't see it. I don't. I don't see it at all. The other question sent to us on the text line: Who is the player that puts Cleveland back on top? George. From the 864, if you send us a text, let us know who you are, where you're texting from. Much more happy to read it over the airwaves. We're happier, I guess, is a better way to say it, to read it over the airwaves. Yeah, Paul George, I, I think, is the one guy that if they could find a way to bring him in, and it's interesting because I think if you brought in Paul George based off the numbers, the luxury tax, and Cleveland's got an enormous payroll, you would have to find a way to get rid of at least one big contract currently on your roster. I think Kyle Korver's going bye-bye. I would expect if George came to Cleveland, you would have to part ways with Kevin Love. He seems like the guy that's on the outside looking in in Cleveland. And it's weird because at times during the playoffs, I mean, he couldn't miss from distance. At times, he's hyperactive. 
Uh, he's running the floor, fast breaks. He's a great passer, good vision. At times, he reminded you a little bit of what he did at Minnesota when he was a double-double machine and, like, third in the leading scoring uh, at one point in time. It was incredible, the, the numbers he was putting up. I saw more flashes of that from Kevin Love in these playoffs, I think, than what we saw all of last year. But in the finals, I, it felt like he disappeared. I mean, he was totally non-existent and a non-factor in Cleveland's five-game blowout defeat to Golden State. If you brought in George, you get more athletic, you get better defensively. The question is, how quickly could he mesh with Kyrie and LeBron James? And uh, you know, that may take some time, but I, I think that would be a better fit than Kevin Love. I, I believe that it would. Do you agree on my assessment if George came there, Love would be the odd man out? Probably. I mean, they they have to do. They would have to do something um, salary wise. Just cost too much. I mean, they're they're the highest paid team in the in the league this past year. They have to do something, but you know, if if all this back and forth behind the scenes is really taking place as I suspect that it is, Dan Gilbert. Then I say, I make LeBron James make the next move, and I say, okay, you take the Tom Brady approach then. Tom Brady continually redoes his contract so that he can he can bring in players around him to help him win. LeBron James doesn't need a thirty million dollar contract next year. I mean that's why he's that's why he's getting paid. He doesn't need thirty million dollars. If you really want to win, put your money where your mouth is. Renegotiate your contract. You take less. You free up room for us to sign other guys, <sighs> and we will give you a we will bring you whoever you need to help win a, another title here. It's a win-win for everyone. Cleveland needs one more key part, like Paul George. It probably will part ways somehow with Kevin Love if that were to happen. And that's a very big if at this early juncture of the offseason. And then I would also expect that role players like Corver, J.R. Smith, who shot 35% this mm -hmm. past year, he was not good, and Amon Shumpert, who changes hairstyles from one minute to the next, unlike anybody I've ever seen, but also has done nothing recently there. I think all those guys are gone. And you look at, okay, what else can we piece together here? And maybe there's a veteran or two out there that's willing to try to make one more title run that you can acquire that can give you something. Darren Williams, I thought, gave him a little bit in the, uh, the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, he was a spark, didn't do much yeah. in the NBA Finals, but he still has some life left in those legs, and I think he's a valuable component to that franchise. But I think there's other guys like that out there that they would have to go investigate. And, and really, that comes down to LeBron, too, being able to recruit. I, one of the more fascinating stories in professional sports I have heard this decade broke about a week ago. And it basically revealed that Golden State as a team, the players on that team, recruited their friend Kevin Durant for a solid year before he signed with Golden State. So when Oklahoma City led Golden State three games to one in the Western Conference Finals in 2016, Golden State still wanted Kevin Durant. And I'm sure that there were phone calls being made even then. In fact, if you go back and you watch Game 7 of the Western Conference Finals, as that game ends, Curry and Durant hug midcourt, and they're talking about something. And I guarantee right. you they're not talking about uh, the prices of eggs in China. All right, they, they were talking about the possibility of that being the last time they had to face off against each other. So recruiting now takes place by players who meet and become buddies on national teams or just, you know, running in the same circles in the offseason. Recruiting now takes place in professional sports. And as best as I can tell, it's actually illegal to do it when you're just friends with somebody. Nobody can say, well, you can't pick up the phone and call somebody. I mean, this uh -huh. is not Pravda or Moscow or communist Russia in 1982. Yeah. <laughs> so LeBron and his buddy Kyrie and the great tactician who probably can't get involved, I guess, because he's a coach, but that, that team has got to get together and say, okay, who are we going to recruit? Maybe it is Paul George and a host of other role players so that we can better contend with Golden State or whomever else next season and see in one year can we make this thing work. And then that maybe gives us additional staying power to where we don't want to go anywhere, speaking mainly of LeBron, of course. I, I find that fascinating that that now happens 
and then we got a first real glimpse of it happening in pro sports recruiting. Yeah, it, it's. I think it's happening more in the NBA than anywhere right now uh, because it is smaller teams. These guys are basically together year round now. With all the you know the uh, the summer workout stuff is going to start in about a week. I mean that's for for the younger guys. I mean really they're going to be. Uh, as soon as the draft is over, I mean, they're they're playing ball again. Um, so, yeah, I do think that happens. Let me ask you this. Cleveland needs to add a player, but does the NBA, doesn't the NBA need yeah. Cleveland to add a player? I think so, yes. Because I'm just thinking about going forward next year. There are some teams, I mean, like, a, like Boston, for instance, that they could add pieces that make them watchable, that make them – more content, more of a contender than they are now. But do you feel like, let's just say Cleveland doesn't do anything, do you feel like there's anybody that's going to challenge Golden State next year? If Tony Parker comes back healthy, Kawhi Leonard stays healthy. But you've, you're going to lose Ginobili. I mean, he's the heart and soul of that. I, 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 God, I hate that guy. I've always hated that guy. I don't like him. I don't like his game. I don't like watching him. So annoying. I'm not sure what Ginobili's going to do. The Spurs, I, I think, are set up to win at least 50 games. Uh-huh. Do I think they beat Golden State in a seven-game series? No, they were basically just swept. They were swept. They wouldn't have been if if uh, if Kawhi's, if Kawhi's healthy. healthy. They blew a 25-point lead when he went out of the game with that ankle injury. Yeah. Right. But still, I, yeah, I agree with you. I don't see him winning a seven-game. I, I mean, so so does can you get excited Really get excited about the NBA next year. Now, ratings were great for the finals, surprisingly, this year. Um, game five was like the highest since 1998. Right. But I just, I think people were seeing if this freak show known as Golden State could actually close it out and, and win it all without losing a playoff game. Uh, the newness of Kevin Durant being there, et cetera, I think all that contributed to the finals. I, I just don't. The way things sit right now, I don't, I don't think it's good for the NBA if somebody doesn't try to make a move in the offseason that can legitimately contend. If the Spurs had Kawhi healthy, Parker returns, and if San Antonio added CP3, you, you've got something there. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's not a, a four-game sweep in a Western Conference Finals, in my opinion. Yeah, text line, absolutely, from the 864. What if the Spurs get CP3? Yes, yes. Uh, also, Ethan from San Francisco says, how about Gordon Hayward? I don't look at him as a blockbuster player just yet. He has quietly improved his game every single year in Utah. Conventional wisdom has him going to Boston, maybe. I, I don't think that pushes Boston past the current Cleveland team we just all saw run roughshod through the Eastern Conference playoffs. But, I, you know, Hayward and San Antonio, if you brought in him and CP3 plus Kawhi Leonard, there's, yeah, there, there, there's some gas in the kettle there to work with. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Is that better than Golden State? No. But it can certainly could compete with the Warriors. More on this coming up. We'll get into the Louisville scandal coming up. Rick Pitino's got a sit for five ACC games. Woe is us. NCAA leveraging all of its power again. Bless his heart. And it really means nothing. More of that coming up. Your phone call is coming up. You want to talk with us, 654-7627. 30 minutes out from Dean Leggy joining us from dogpost.com. And a lot more headed your way. Stay tuned. Walt Deptula will be at Direct Tools this Friday the 16th from 3 until 7. Get great deals for Dad. Enjoy hundreds of clearance items, 50% off regular price every day. Join Walt this Friday from 3 until 7 at Direct Tools behind Chick-fil-A on Woodruff Road. It's bow time at Bojangles. Try one of the $4 breakfast biscuit combos. Four different combos, only $4 each. Available for a limited time only. It's bow time. Complete Nutrition just released the most effective weight loss product we've ever created. Plus, it comes with a free 21-day step-by-step program to follow, and we guarantee you success. If you lose more than 21 pounds in the first 21 days, see Complete Nutrition to adjust your plan. Healthy weight loss should not exceed a couple of pounds per week. 
Find complete nutrition in Greenville on Woodruff Road, in Spartanburg on East Blackstock Road, and in Anderson across from the Harbor Inn on North Main. Do this right now before you forget. Head for the chopping block and pick up something delicious for Dad for Father's Day. You'll thank me later. From mouth-watering ribs to USDA prime steaks, fresh salmon, jumbo golf shrimp, or certified Angus Chuck burgers, the chopping block is what your dad really wants on Father's Day. Need I say more? Bruce at the chopping block puts smiles on customers' faces, just like you'll do for your dad. The chopping block, Highway 81 in Powdersville, just south of 153. Human Technologies Incorporated can save your company time and money. How? They'll create a custom solution for your company's need. Organizational? Yes. Manufacturing? Absolutely. Employment? You bet. They can help you find new team members or launch and manage a startup. They'll help train and build your team. Human Technologies Incorporated is ready to hit the ground running for you. Let HTI bring the solutions to your problems. Visit any of our upstate offices in Seneca, Malden, Anderson, and Spartanburg or log on to htijobs.com. Gentlemen, hurry into JCPenney's biggest sale of the season. Raise your game with great savings on menswear designed by Michael Strahan exclusively at JCPenney. Get 50% off suit separates and dress shirts from Collection by Michael Strahan. And up to 40% off MSX active wear, including big and tall. Save more with a coupon for $10 off when you spend $25 or more on select items. Hurry and Sunday. That's getting your pennies worth. JCPenney. Coupon valid 614 to 618. Some exclusions and restrictions apply. See store at jcp.com for details. See store first to 614 to 618. I'm a donut nut, I'm a donut nut, I'm a nut for Krispy Kreme. Hi, I'm Glenn Reese with Krispy Kreme Donut Company in Anderson and Spartanburg. We're open 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Drop by for a delicious donut and a cup of coffee, pick up a box for your business or church meeting, share them with family and friends during a time of need. Call Spartanburg and Anderson Krispy Kreme. I'm a donut nut, I'm a donut nut, I'm a nut for Krispy Kreme. Most people only get one precious opportunity to ask the love of their life to dinner. I've had around 703 every day around 10 a.m. in Bumpus, Virginia. She runs a stationery company out of her garage. I deliver packages, I say sign here, engage in small talk, and today, on my 704th chance, I'm taking one. If this 20-second performance made you feel something, imagine what an entire Audible book can do. Visit audible.com to start your free 30-day trial. It's the Roy Philpott Show. This was locker room talk. And now back to Roy and Ben on 105.5 The Roar. All right, first hour of the show continues. Ricky Fowler continues to lead. Up at the U.S. Open in Aaron Hills, Wisconsin. Six under through 13, a one-shot lead over the uh, United States' Brian Harmon and also Tommy Fleetwood. In fact, three golfers now five under, trailing Ricky Fowler by a stroke. Harmon Fleetwood and Patrick Reed. So uh, an interesting leaderboard developing, including Ernie Els, who's four under par, who could be playing in his last U.S. Open, celebrating the 20-year uh, anniversary of his second U.S. Open championship and the last on a five-year exemption for winning back in 2012, his fourth major title. He's got some work to do, but a very good start for Ernie Els, who's one of the good guys in golf. We like Ernie Els, don't we? I like him. The big Easy, yeah. Big Easy, yeah, that's it. Yeah. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. Not a big fan of the NCAA and what it is trying to do or what it really did not do on Louisville and its basketball program. Now, without getting into all the details and the particulars, you remember the scandal that first surfaced several years ago Recruits on campus, athletic dorm, strippers on hand, escorts on hand, and the notion that bad things were happening between recruits, players, and prostitutes, essentially. Mm -hmm. It was unclear how much involvement Rick Pitino, the head coach of the Cardinals, had at the time. But it was clear that the director of basketball operations, Andre McGee, apparently was very much in tune with what was happening. And he was the one that is alleged to have hired the strippers to entertain players and recruits. By the way, the last time we saw Andre McGee, he was an Uber driver somewhere in the Midwest. That's how quickly he disappeared from Louisville. And I still think he's doing that. Uh, McGee was 
handed a 10-year show-cause penalty, which basically eliminates him from any kind of coaching job for the next decade. McGee has kind of maintained that more on the Louisville staff, as of one of his last, last interviews, knew about what was happening. Bettino, of course, has denied all of this and has been steadfast with that commentary. Anyways, the NCAA announced today, this morning at around 11 Eastern, uh, no more postseason bans after Louisville itself instituted a postseason ban two years ago, basically when they stunk. I don't, I don't think I, – I want to check the record that year. But I, I think it was – they didn't stink, but they weren't going to win a national championship. So after self-imposing that ban on the postseason that year, the NCAA said that's enough. The NCAA also ruled that Patino, quote, violated NCAA head coach responsibility rules by failing to monitor the activities of former assistant Andre McGee, who again is alleged to have hired strippers and entertained players uh, and recruits. So as a result of failing to monitor the activities of his former assistant coach or director of basketball operations, the NCAA says Patino has to sit five conference games, the first five ACC games this coming season. He cannot be on the sideline. He cannot coach the Cardinals in those five contests. They're basically on probation, but they can go to the postseason after self-imposing the ban two years ago. And Patino, after all of that, sits for five games. I thought it was barely a slap on the wrist. There were some recruiting reductions instituted uh, a while back, and they're still having to deal with that, but it's not that enormous of a deal. You're Louisville. You're a blue blood. You can bring guys in, obviously. It just all reeks of the notion that the NCAA has kind of lost control, that the inmates almost run the asylum. Now, we still have no idea what's happening at North Carolina, and there are other ongoing investigations where they appear to have no end. Not only does it take years, it takes decades in some circumstances. And then this is the penalty. Strippers, escorts, entertaining recruits and players. And here's one postseason ban. Here's your coach that has to sit for five games in conference play. I, I don't know what the right ruling should be, it feels like it should be something much more detailed than this, however. As they vacate wins, if you include a national championship in there, some people will argue that that becomes a more serious penalty, although... I would not. You still won it. I, I, I totally would not. Uh, you're still going to recognize it there. And for the record, it's not clear whether or not they have to vacate the 2013 national championship yeah, or Final Four appearance. That's correct. We don't, we don't know that just yet. You know what... Just honestly, what makes me the the sickest of all of this is Patino's stance in this whole thing. Like, he is a victim somehow. Like, he is innocent in all this. His comment to Jeff Goodman today was, personally, I've lost all faith in the NCAA. What? Like, what? Like, they're, they're picking on him for no reason at all. I just don't get it. Number one, you're, you're Rick Patino. I'm not going to give you the benefit of the doubt, right or wrong, because of your past transgressions. I'm, I realize that was a long time ago, but I'm, I'm probably not. I'm probably gonna, I'm probably gonna look at you a little differently. Number two, it's, it's, it's the main thing that you are recruiting with at the time. It's your director of basketball operations who has as much contact with a head coach in most schools as any of the coaches. He's running the day-to-day -day operations. He's coordinating everything. He's the logistical guy. He's telling the coach where he needs to be, who's on campus, what they're doing, where you need to be to, to talk to them. All of those things, that's what the director of basketball operations typically does. It's not as if this is a GA sitting down at the end of the hall that you see on game day. This is the guy... That is, for lack of a better word, he is your personal secretary amongst a, a ton of other things that go on in a, in a basketball program. And you're going to tell me you're the victim? I mean, get out of here, man. That's, <laughs> that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard from oh, a Oh, here we go. I, How about Patino's attorney, Scott Thompson? Shut up and take it. <laughs> yes. Scott Thompson said the coach plans to appeal the penalty. 
And this is what he said in a statement. The finding against Coach Patino is one of the weakest I've ever seen against a head coach. The decision does not identify a single specific thing that Patino should have done that he wasn't already doing that would have either prevented or detected the illicit activities. The secret and deliberately hidden illicit activities certainly did not occur because Coach Patino did not properly train Mr. McGee. Today's decision breaks with established head coach control precedent and imposes a standard of strict liability. By the way, McGee never spoke to the NCAA. Very awkward for a guy that has done some things perhaps that he shouldn't be feeling all that great about before these incidents. I mean, there was a call for a period of time for him to resign, to step down, to be fired as a result of this. Well, you just think about it like this. At any other school, he would have. Well, I think so. Or, or in, in, a, in the majority of other schools. And, and that kind of steals the thunder of what I'm getting ready to say. If, if we start a show today talking about a random Power 5 university and we start to understand that at that school – prostitutes, escorts, strippers were hired for recruiting visits under the watch of an assistant coach, an administrative coach, an off-the-field or off-the-court coach, whomever. But we're talking about trying to entice recruits with escorts. When sex becomes involved to attract recruits to a particular school, You've crossed the line and then some. And by the way, a lot of this stuff is documented in a book that was released by one of the key witnesses in all this, one of the escorts herself. Mm -hmm. And she specifically describes, uh, you know, players, events, dormitories, parties in a very detailed fashion. So if we're talking about that or a school that we're, that we're not familiar with, let's say somewhere out in the Pac-12, and we're talking about that here on the East Coast, and we're revealing this information. One line item by one line item. Line item at a time, if you will. The thought instantly to anybody with a pulse that follows college sports is, all right, somebody's losing their job, and it's not just assistant coach Scrubby McGraw. I, it, it almost becomes a situation where you decide, well, we got a clean house here. Right. And it may be a situation where you start at the very top of the university at least within the athletic department, when something like this, this magnitude happens. Instead, Patino, Hall of Famer, national championship coach, former NBA coach, uh, former college basketball player, and him wielding his power around is somehow he's created this force field that's become impenetrable and nobody can break through it. And he maintains his job. And not only does he maintain his position, He's the victim, as Ben indicates, and now his lawyer is almost defiantly wagging his finger right in front of the face of the NCAA, again, who shows again that it has no power, that you were wrong, we were right, how dare you accuse us, and it's this guy's program. I mean, there's so many things wrong with that, with those statements. I don't even know where to take it from there. It's just all wrong. And Patino is, says he is confident they will appeal and win and because Crap. he's the victim of Think about this for a moment. He Rick Pitino says he's lost confidence, lost faith in the NCAA, yet his own university, when these allegations were made known, when this book was, was released, they launched their own investigation, and they saw enough before the NCAA told them to to self-impose oh. a postseason ban when they're 23-8, and eight, they're definitely going they're to the NCAA. Okay. Definitely okay. going to, to the NCAA okay. tournament. Mm. You know, they're they're a four seed type type of a of a team that year in 2016. His own his own school instituted a postseason ban on what they saw. You know, and they're trying to do a preemptive strike. And I tell you what, they're really lucky that the NCAA didn't give them another year of postseason. Instead, and that's hitting it where hitting them where they hurt. Right. When you do the postseason ban for an upcoming year, you hit them right in the chops, and that impacts recruiting. That impacts ticket. That impacts all kinds of things when you do that. NCAA said no, we're not going to do it. Instead, Patino's going to double down on stupid and play the victim role. 
Come on, man. Uh, are you familiar with the term narcissist? Right? Uh, because he, Unfortunately, yes, I am. That is that. Yeah. That is that. Uh, look it up if you don't know what I'm talking about. Jeff and Anderson, hey, guys, just tune in the show. What you're discussing is definitely deplorable. I just wonder if we would be as upset if it was a program allowing a high-profile quarterback to ride around on weekends at a high-priced Maserati that we know his family cannot afford. No, I don't think anybody would be as upset. That's a totally different can of worms there. That's totally different. Totally different. You're talking about sex acts to entice recruiting. Sex acts to enhance recruiting, to entice these prospects to sign with your program so that you can continue to uh, compete at the highest level, win some ACC championships, get back to the Final Four. No, I don't think that's in the same ballpark. J.D. says, how can uh, UofL get this penalty and there is still North Carolina out there, which I think committed an even worse act, and it's like the NCAA doesn't want to do anything. What's the latest on that, and what do you think is going to happen? I don't think anything's going to happen. I think at North Carolina, the women's basketball program is going to go on probation for about a decade. They're going to experience the brunt of the force of the NCAA's hammer there. I don't think anything's going to happen to Roy Williams. I don't think anything's going to happen to the men's team or football. And I think that ongoing saga is going to fizzle out faster than I can say the phrase fizzle out. You know, it's, I don't think anything's going to happen there. Right or wrong, I don't think anything's going to happen outside of the women's basketball program uh, getting completely hosed by the NCAA. I think that's where that's going. First hour of the books, hour two coming up. 20 minutes out from Dean Leggy from dogpost.com. Uh, your phone calls coming up next. You want to talk with us, 654-7627. Going to talk some college football, 654-ROAR. Back with more after this. Locked up tight. In the Blue Ridge Security Studio, the flagship station for all things sports. WCCP, Clemson, Greenville, 105.5, The Roar. Rely on EnviroMulch. They supply quality landscape supplies for any outdoor project. Their spring special, get double ground hardwood mulch for a dollar off per yard. Ordered online with promo code WCCP. No other discounts apply. From your friends at EnviroMulch, go Tigers! There's never been a better time to buy from George Coleman Ford, where cars cost less and travelers rest. Like a 2017 Escape S with sink and power equipment. 24645 MSRP. Sale price to George Coleman Ford for just $19,999 through June 30th. And remember, there are never any dealer fees at George Coleman Ford. Serving you for over 85 years and four generations. George Coleman Ford, for the ride of a lifetime. It's the Direct Tools Father's Day weekend event. Treat Dad to the gift of power tools, outdoor power equipment, and so much more. Enjoy 30% off through the 18th and stop by Friday for a live remote with Walt Deptula's Road Rage from 3 until 7 on Friday the 16th. On Saturday, we'll be tailgating in the parking lot with refreshments and our Father's Day weekend party from 10 until 4. Get great savings for Dad at Direct Tools behind Chick-fil-A on Woodruff Road. Anything that's made just for you is a perfect fit, right? Like a tailored suit. It fits your measurements, no one else's. That same kind of fit is exactly what Engineered Sleep strives for. A mattress made just for you, built to your sleeping patterns and habits. What could be more important than a good night's rest? Engineered Sleep wants to make it a perfect night's rest. If after a couple of weeks you find it's not perfect, Engineered Sleep will adjust it until it is. Visit their location at 627 Congaree Road to see the process. Learn how your mattress is made. By manufacturing your custom-made mattress at their factory, you're saving money because there is no middleman. Factory to you! And you can score a significant discount by picking up your mattress instead of having it delivered. Engineered Sleep, it's not mattress shopping, it's an experience. There are two things every parent wants when their child goes to college. For their child to do well and a way to afford it. 
Now, with Discover Student Loans, parents can have the best of both worlds. Not only do our loans cover up to 100% of school-certified costs with zero fees, but we'll give them a cash reward for each new student loan if they earn at least a 3.0 GPA or equivalent. That means every A in history or B in math could help them earn a cash reward for good grades. Just one of the many ways we treat you like you'd treat you. Apply now in 15 minutes or less at discoverstudentloans.com. Limitations apply. Hey guys, it's William from Scores Jewelers. Why would you even consider buying an engagement ring online? Well, I know why. You're looking for a great price and it's convenient to shop in your underwear at 11 o'clock at night. I can't do anything for you if you don't have your clothes on, but I can get you a great price. Scores Jewelers has the styles your girl wants with something for every budget starting from $300 and up. Right now, we have one carat total weight diamond rings for $19.95. So you can get all the service and peace of mind from buying from a local business at an internet price. She's the one and she deserves it. Be her hero. I'm William Nichols from Scores Jewelers and I want to be your jeweler.